everybody. I'm Kate Conroy. And I'm Vanessa Vitello. And this is Other People's Business, which is the podcast from the New Jersey Business and Industry Association, the largest statewide business association in the galaxy. <laughs> we release a new episode every other Wednesday, so be on the lookout for that. Um, or, better yet, just subscribe. Finn, where can they subscribe? They can do that at njbia.org slash subscribe. I love that. Um, shout out to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group. They're the official sponsor of the show. They do home, auto, and workers comp, so check them out if you need some updated coverage. And before I let Vinny do his thing, I just wanted to acknowledge, I don't know if you can tell that we have... Uh, yeah, if you're watching this on the YouTube... Some festive <laughs> yes. wear We happening. are celebrating NJBIA's 110th anniversary. That's right. And we are doing that by wearing some past uh, golf day outfits. Vintage. Yeah. So I don't know if you can tell, but that's a tennis ball on top of a golf tee. Because we used to do golf and tennis that's day right. back in the day. I'm wearing the, I think, this isn't even super old. That's no. how embarrassing this no. is. This is the 2015 <laughs> NJBIA Golf and Tennis Day shirt, but the visor is the 1982 Me Golf too. and Tennis Day shirt. That or a visor, I should say. Yeah. Because we apparently didn't clean anything out of this building for 30, 40 years. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. probably longer. Probably. Probably. But anyway, happy birthday to NJBIA. Happy birthday to NJBIA. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes, yeah, so it's my, okay, so Your turn. with us today <laughs> from National Social Security Partners is Ash Alawalia. So, Ash, say hi, let the audience hear your voice. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Thank Absolutely. you for coming. Did Kate. you have a long uh, trek from You know, it's came? a solid hour from Madison. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. I love Madison. You know, it's such a great town. It is such a great, really town. great town. I love the restaurants there. Yeah. My favorite is Central and Maine. Have you been there? I have. It's oh, out of the park. Such it's fantastic. A great seasonal yeah. menu. We have quite an eclectic group of restaurants. We even have a Chinese jazz restaurant. Get out of town. Yeah, yeah, Shanghai jazz. Yeah. So if you like Chinese food and you like jazz, that is fantastic. such an interesting combination. What's the name of the place? I'm going to go. Shanghai jazz. Shanghai jazz. Yeah. Gotcha. Wow. All right. I got to check that out. Mm. Thank you. All right. Today's icebreaker. How do you want to spend your retirement? And I don't mean spend the dollars that come with your retirement. Spend the time. Yes. Well, I love nothing more than spending time with my kids, mm -hmm. but they're not going to make it easy for me because they <laughs> live in three different cities and two different countries. That's impossible. Uh, yeah. How? So. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so my wife and I will be spending time with them and traveling. We certainly like to travel, so we're going to do that. But I think the whole notion of we can plunk down in one place and we'll be close to them. As soon as we pick one, they're going to move, right? So, yeah, that's yeah. so I think, you know, seeing the world and, and traveling is probably the, the most enjoyable thing that we're going to do, yeah. That sounds awesome. I think that's probably my plan too, but I haven't really put enough thought into it because yeah. it's just far enough away that I don't want to think about it too much. You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah. It's just too far away. You have time. You have time. <laughs> what about you? I'm thinking about a hot tub and a stack of movies to stall. <laughs> yeah. That actually sounds like a killer plan. Wouldn't it be? Yeah. As long as I'm lucid enough to understand the movies and enjoy them. I've been thinking about this a lot. Tell me. So, you know, I'm thinking like when I get old enough and, you know, unfortunately, you know, you start to lose your memory and everything, I'll watch all my favorite movies all over again. They'll be brand new. Hey, get old enough, you assuming, won't even remember them, right? That's so what I'm saying, yeah, you know, yeah. if, if it's that's new a, to me, you know. <laughs> assuming that you have the same personality deep into dementia or Alzheimer's oh, and that I you find the same that, things yeah. funny as you did back in the day. Maybe I can watch all new stuff or different stuff that I hated, you know, throughout my life and then it'll be, yeah. Mm. Hmm. 
So I many like possibilities. it. Uh-huh. A hot tub and a stack of movies this high. Yeah. It'll all be digital then, so then I won't even need to limit myself to it's just true. Yeah. It's all digital now. Chloe but, will have to help you with the remote, though, probably. The remotes will be different by then. She'll owe it to me by then, right? 100%, but kids always owe it. They just don't always pay. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, let's be real. They always owe it. They just don't always pay. I feel like that's such a good segue into what we're talking about today. But yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Why don't you take us away? Oh, you went? Oh, you I just did. said ditto to ditto, him? Ditto, yeah. yeah, basically. Right. travel. I want half and half. I want to see the world, sure. and I want, I want to live. I feel like you could get a hot tub anywhere, right? So that's like, a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Kindles would be like this big by then. I could just prop it up and like. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Or that big, right? Everything right. gets smaller as you want. But if you want to enjoy a movie, you want it to be like kind sure. of big. I wouldn't enjoy Maybe it. Maybe by then we can just like plunk them, like there'll be a chip that you put in your head and it just projects it out. <laughs> you know, like oh the God. holodeck in Star Trek or something? Yeah. Like I would just be there. Or that old comic book, Transmet, Transmet, Transmetropolitan. Did you ever read that no. comic book? Yeah. It's futuristic gonzo reporter. It's good stuff. Mm. I feel like this is some kind of bizarro world where you're talking about comics <laughs> I haven't read. But yeah, all right. So it's true. Getting back to that. Getting back. Yeah. yeah tell us what you do at uh, National Social Security Partners. Yes, National Social Security Partners is a company I founded, and what we do is we help people maximize their eligible Social Security benefits. Now, what's interesting about that is people don't even realize that there's anything that they have to do, right? It's like, well, when I stop work, I go get my Social Security. Uh, but if you do that you're almost certainly going to end up leaving money on the table. And because 90% of filers get less money than they're eligible to receive, they need advice on it. 90%? 90%, yeah. yeah it's Hold staggering. up, how does that happen? Well, one of the things Social Security does, first of all, they're prohibited from offering advice. Okay, so you can't go in there and say, tell me what my options are and what I should do. No, Seems unfair. You have to go in and know what you want to do. Um, there's over 2,700 rules that govern Social Security, and most couples have well over 500 possible filing options, and they know one, right? Maybe two. When I stop work, I go get my Social Security, yeah. or they may know if they defer the start of benefits, they'll get a higher benefit. Mm-hmm. But because of that, they miss all kinds of goodies along the way and other filing strategies that could really kick up their benefits. In fact, they don't even realize that Social Security might be their largest retirement asset because for a typical upper middle income couple, if they retire from 66 to 86, say 20 years, they can expect to get about $1.4 million from Social Security, you know, as much as $2 million for some couples. Wow. So it's substantial. Which is crazy, because yeah. I always hear that there's not going to be enough money, or that there won't be any money yeah. by the time you and I we, are SOL. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's great about Social Security is they actually tell you the year they expect to run out of money, which is now 2035, they estimate. So. So if you're carry the one, I'll be in my early 50s. Yeah, you're, you're probably. <laughs> so what happens is, let's say it's 2035 and you're actually collecting Social Security benefits and you open the paper and it says, the trust fund just ran out of money today. What happens to your check? Do you get anything? And the answer is, if they make no changes, you'll still get about 77 to 80% of your benefits. And that ain't bad, right? What was Not it, $1.4 million? I'll take 70% of $1.4 million. I'd rather have the $1.4 million. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But I think changes afoot. I think there are going to be some changes. And uh, it's too important a benefit for the government to overlook. Uh, but it's co- complicated now. Just think about what's going what's gonna to happen. So, anyway, that's what we do. We consult just on the Social Security. We put it under a microscope and we figure out, of all your options, what would be the sweet spot for you, what would be the best filing strategy for you in your particular situation. How did that come to be your specialty? 
Well, you know, I spent the last 25 years doing financial planning and in particular retirement income planning. But the one area I wasn't an expert in was Social Security. And when I sought out advice from CPAs, tax attorneys, even other planners, I realized they didn't know anything about Social Security. So I ended up getting two certifications in Social Security planning. I invested in sophisticated software. I've worked on probably 2,000 plans now. And I just realized the complexity under that program is just, it's really off the charts. And it's unfortunate because I know people desperately need this money. It's mm -hmm. their only pension because it pays as long as you live. Um, but they're probably going to find out later, had they done certain things differently, they could have gotten more benefits. So yeah, I ended up creating a separate company just to do social security planning. And because my clients are nationwide, right? I have clients in Florida, California, Texas, people find me over the internet, they find out, geez, before I pull the trigger, I better get advice on it. So that's how National Social Security Partners came to be. Yeah. Wow, I'm just processing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, okay, so one point, the 1.4, that's not all in one fell swoop. That's over the course of 20 right. years of retirement. Wouldn't it be awesome if it was, though? I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. But um, so that's an estimate based on a guess as to how well, long you're going to live. a 20-year life expectancy. Right. You know, for most couples, 66 to 86, if they retire for 20 years. And and Social Security has cost of living increases, right? The 20-year average is around 2.5%. Oh. So if you take your benefit early and get a lower benefit, the cost of living increases on that smaller amount. If right. you defer the start, yeah. that 25 is on a higher amount. On the other hand, if you defer three, four years of checks, how long does it take for that higher check to recoup what you could have? So you got to do the break-even analysis. There's a lot of component parts to that. Yeah, it's really financial planning just for that pension. But you want to get it right because it takes, it's based on your highest 35 years of indexed earnings. So if you spend your whole life creating this benefit, why would you want to drop the ball on the two-yard line, right? You want to make a smart decision. Even my clients that have a lot of money and they don't need it, they still want it and they want to make an intelligent yeah, decision on it. So. Well, and I feel like the messaging has been, for as long as I've been aware of Social Security as a thing that will come to me someday, the messaging has been, eh, it's not that important because there's going to be so little left. You shouldn't yeah. really even pay attention to it. Don't don't stress about it. Yeah. Invest in a 401 or get hired by somebody who's got a pension, like an old-fashioned. I mean, those things are... Yeah, dinosaurs. Don't yeah, anymore, they don't right? have them anymore. Yeah. Um, and so Social Security is not a thing that I have been trained no. to pay attention to the way that I've been trained to pay attention to 401s and Roths and yeah. all the others. Before you said that there was actually going to be like, let's say 70, 80%, you know, coming back to us, I was actually going to ask you, would there be any benefit to me filing now while there's still money in it? Like, can you do that? Can you just file whenever? I can't. <laughs> no. 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 You, have to be, you have to be retired. Yeah. I guess. yeah. Even with that hat on, you can't. Even with no, the 1982 belt. No, 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 you can't do that. Can you imagine yeah. just going in there and be like, I have in, But I am 62. <laughs> but I am, no. no Maybe I'll go, sell this on yeah. eBay and that'll be my retirement plan. Yeah, yeah. The earliest you can file 62 for your own benefit. Survivor benefits is age 60. Unless you're disabled, it's 50. But yeah, 62 is the early. So survivor benefit would be if, let's say, my wife were to outlive me, right? Maybe? No, no, no. If the survivor is for whoever survives. So if your wife predeceased you, you're you would the be survivor. eligible to collect. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. I just yeah, went the other way around. She would collect her, my, she yeah, collect yeah. yours, right. Yeah. But that she could get as early as age 60. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then does she get that forever or just until she's eligible for... Social Security. Yeah, itself. and that's where planning comes into play. Um, 
let's say she had a benefit of her own and it was slightly less than yours. She may start by collecting 100% of yours, letting hers defer and grow, and mm. then switch to her own higher benefit later. I feel like I almost don't even want to put this video on so. the internet because then other people will watch it, more money will come out, and there will be even less money. <laughs> even less money. <laughs> yeah. But it's amazing, fear. you know, just amazing how much, you know, you were talking to us earlier before the cameras went on about all kinds yeah. of exceptions and all kinds of little like yeah. tricks and rules, and it, it's just amazing the things we don't know. Yeah, know? I wanna I wanna come back to one of those things that I didn't, oh, okay. I, yeah, the divorce thing. I, yes. I'm divorced and I had no idea that if I don't remarry, which is currently the plan. <laughs> <laughs> which means you're gonna get married, that's how that works, but go ahead, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. But um, so if I don't remarry, I am eligible for my, for a, a benefit that's associated with my ex-husband yeah. and my own? The Social Security or your own. You can't have both. So. Oh, oh, thank but, you. I misunderstood ah, see, that. I, I misunderstood, too. I thought All you right. meant like you got both. So know? it's one or the other, and I just have to figure out with yeah. my, my financial planners yeah. which one is higher and better. Yeah. I know you want it all, and I get that. I want it all. Okay, <laughs> but yes, you can switch from one to the other, okay? And what's interesting is... Even if your ex remarries, yeah. his new wife could collect a benefit off of him, and you could collect a so benefit off of him. does it work vice versa? If he doesn't remarry, can he collect a benefit yeah. off of me? Wow. Yeah. Can she collect the divorced one until her thing matures to the, what was it, yes. 70? And then collect her yep. full-blown, something yeah. to think about, right? And then, let's just follow this through, and then, 10 years later, throw a number out there, he gets hit by a bus then you can switch and collect 100% of his survivor and his wife can if he got remarried. Yeah, 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 there's all kinds of fun and games with this, yeah. I can't even. Yeah, it kind of makes me surprised that there's only 2,700 <laughs> rules know, now. Like, right? At first you think about it and you're like, 2,700 rules, and now I'm thinking only 2,700 20, rules. <laughs> okay, let's go back to another one though because this is so fascinating okay. to me. So um, you have a friend who is in his 60s who has young children, yes. right? So explain what happens yeah. when he starts to collect Social Security. Yeah, well, you know, with um, second marriages today, mm -hmm. and as we talked earlier, the divorce rate is high and the remarriage rate is high. So my particular client, he's 66, second marriage, his wife's 10 years younger, she's 50, um, 56, but they have a 14-year-old child. So he's got to put this kid through college and he thinks, well, now that I'm 66, if I file for Social Security, they're not going to withhold any benefits because there's no earnings test. If I file, I'll take that 2600 a month, 30000 a year, put that into a 529 plan yeah. for four years for college. And I said, did you realize if you do file, your child can also collect 50% of your benefit amount in addition to yours until that child's 18. So it's 15000 a year for four years, so that's 60000 And since his wife's a homemaker, has no earned income, she can collect half of his benefit amount for child and care benefit until the child's 16. That's another 30000 So that's $90,000 on top of his. And if he had just gone online and filed, they wouldn't have told him, by the way, you can collect this and this as well. So that's the type of money that's in the program. People don't know that they're missing benefits. Uh, but as a planner, you want to know what all your options are. Now, should he do it? That's the bigger question because if he takes it at 66, Yes, he's triggered those other benefits, but he's reduced the survivor benefit for his wife, who's gonna, 10 years younger, is gonna outlive him by 15 years, because if he waits to 70, he'll get a higher benefit, and so she'll get a higher survivor. But you have to run the numbers and see what makes the best sense for them, yeah. Interesting, right? 
Yeah, um, I'm thinking $90,000 a year into a 529. And the know, kid is 14, so for four years, that's... No, 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 it's it's 15000 a year for four years, so that's 60, and then she would get I 30, see. so it's 90. I gotcha, okay. But 90 is 90. 90 is still real money. 90 is 90. Plus, he's putting away 30000 a year sure. for four years, so that's 120 on top of the 90. So there's 210 for college, real money. And that's just Social Security plan. We're not even talking right. about like actual yeah. financial planet. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's important. My, my head is spinning. Yeah. I, I just, I feel like I've got so many questions and I don't quite know where to start. Do you have any questions that you no, want to jump I, in? I, yeah, but okay. I, I'm very impressed and surprised. Like, like I said, going into this, we just didn't realize that this was a thing that was mm -mm. going to be around. I, I've been told forever it's not going to be around by the time you're older. Right. And now I'm, now I'm kind of, the future is looking yeah. pretty bright, right? <laughs> The future yeah. is looking $1.4 million brighter <laughs> than it did yesterday. Well, what happens is Social Security doesn't even mail you statements anymore. Thank you. Right? Yes. Like you're forgetting about it and that it's even there. It's not like you can just log in and check because uh. so many people get, I personally got locked out because you know what? It's been like 10 years since I paid off my student loans. I don't know what bank that was with. Those you statements get, you are get a gone. question wrong, they lock you out, right? Exactly. Like that. Yeah. My student loan got moved around like a hot potato. I mean, it started <laughs> with one bank, then they sold it to the, uh, they sold it, they sold uh -huh. it. You know, I couldn't even tell you. But, you know, even in the old days when people got their statements, right. once a year they would look at it, see some number on the front, and they'd say, hmm, I hope it's there when I retire, and they throw it in the garbage, right? Yeah. That was the end of planning. They had yeah. no concept of how valuable that benefit is or what they could do to enhance mm -hmm. the benefit. And... Um, now, since people are so ill-prepared going into retirement, the Social Security has become more and more and more important. And as I said earlier, since it's their only pension, they want to get it right. So, yeah, yeah it takes special, you know, understanding of the rules to make sure you don't end up missing out on benefits. And life is so precarious. I mean, you know, what is the statistic that so 80% of people don't have $400 in the bank for like an emergency home repair? And like, if you don't have four hundred dollars yeah. cash in the bank for an emergency yeah. home repair, you probably don't have, you know, six months of basic essentials yeah. saved. So that means you also probably don't have any kind of four hundred one or Roth IRA or. Right. So you just follow this to the logical conclusion that you might seriously yeah. be relying on Social Security if you don't think about it and pay attention to it. Yeah. And and the and the double whammy there is longevity. Right. People We're are living, living longer. longer. Right. You know, in the good old days, when they created Social Security in 1935, actuarially, it was designed to start paying two years after they thought you'd die. They weren't planning to uh. pay you. <laughs> and now people are retiring for as long as they worked. Yeah. So yeah. I will tell you this. Social Security is really a woman's issue. Uh, and the reason I say that is because women live longer than men. Mm-hmm. Generally, their benefits are lower because many times they stayed home raising kids, so they didn't yeah. have as many years of earnings. Uh, or maybe they didn't take significant jobs so they could do that, and then the earnings are lower. But the point is, because they outlived their spouse, um, the survivor benefit is the higher of the two checks. So they're going to go from two checks to one. Oh. So now they're going to lose a check, and now since they're filing as a single taxpayer, their taxes are going to go up because the tax brackets are such that they get the higher tax brackets that is such sooner. Crap. So it's, it just, it seems to compound on yeah. itself. Yeah. Um, and because women live longer, 
you know, I was kidding with Vinny earlier. I said, men are lucky when they get old, they drop dead, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I watched a video right. where a guy was putting one ladder on top of another ladder to change a light bulb in the vestibule. <laughs> and I was like, that's why women that's, live longer. That's why women live longer. Because I've, I've thought about doing that like four times now. Yeah. Like four times in my life that has occurred to me to do. Yeah, there's probably yeah. a gene oh. involved with that that yeah. needs to be spliced or something. But, mm -hmm. but the thing is... Because of the cost of long-term care, like women live longer, mm -hmm. right? In every nursing home, three or four people are women, Yeah. right? The men are dead. So yeah. the cost... <laughs> and here I was looking forward to it so yeah, much. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Just to keep doing the ladder thing. Maybe that'll work out for you. Maybe. You should just buy a hot tub now and enjoy it. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. That's the safest place for you to hang out, actually. I think that's yes, where you need to be exactly. for many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds um, fun. <laughs> but, but, but for retirement planning... Because women have these issues about longevity and benefits and the cost of care, I mean, really, the, the, the single biggest cause of bankruptcy now in retirement is long-term care costs. Yeah. You know, it's wiping people out. So people think, when I retire, my expenses get lower. Mm -mm. Uh, no, they can go up because of health care costs, even mm -hmm. if you have insurance. So, it, yeah, it's, it's so, so this is where Social Security plays in. If it's a pension, it's going to keep paying. Mm -hmm. You want to maximize that lifetime income. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, it's very more important than ever. And yet the awareness level seems to be very low. And that's too bad. It is too bad. Yeah. Yeah. So in your expert opinion, Vinny and I are going to be just fine. We're going to collect. <laughs> well, he's going to be in a hot tub. So he's going to be. I'm going to be more than fine. He's going right? to be fine. And when he's not fine, he's not going to really know. So you know, it's really going to be, <laughs> sure. it's really gonna it's be okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be right back and we're going to play a game, right? <laughs> I think so. On that note. We'll be right back. All right. <laughs> And we're back, and it is now time to play uh, my favorite game, Off the Rossum. But before that, I just need to acknowledge that uh, Vinny gave me a serious hard time because I... <laughs> I was the only one who put on the hat. I made an executive decision, and he was not happy with it. Yeah. I did pop my collar. I know. Like, to really express the celebratory nature sure. of the day. But see, the problem is that your hair is covering up the Golf and Tennis Day logo throughout can't. most of this. So you can't even tell that you're rocking the vintage NJBIA swag during this momentous 110th anniversary special. I can't help it that I have fabulous hair, Ben. I know. I'm just saying there needed to be something else, and the hat was completed it. Yeah. I put the hat on, you didn't, and then I felt. So like, I did put the hat on, but you literally couldn't see my face yeah. because the brim was gigantic. I'm okay with the backwards thing though, because you got the logo on the back here. What year is this? Turn around for a quick second. I don't know. This is the 1993 NJBIA Golf and Tennis Day hat. Yeah. Wow. 1993. I was a junior in high school. Yeah. It's great. Good stuff. All right, now we're going to play a game. <laughs> Thank you. Called Awful or Awesome. I'm going to name three things, and then we each have to decide if they're awful or awesome and be prepared to defend your answers. Ready? All right, meal subscription kits. So that's like the, the loot box that you get in the mail, but not a loot box because you, you tell right. them you know what it comes with a recipe and all the ingredients, yeah. including this much cilantro. If that's yeah. all you need, you don't have to buy like a whole thing of it. I think I think they're awesome. Yeah. As much as I like to do it the old-fashioned way mm -hmm. and just get my own stuff and cook. Right. What's great is they because they have those little bits of those ingredients you might not otherwise find or invest in. But it works if you follow the instructions. Yeah. <laughs> and you use what they do what they tell you, you the get these pants. amazing meals. So yeah. that part 
is really fun and exciting, and it's a meal you might not ever make otherwise. I love it so for that I'm as well. I'm on board with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've never participated, but I love them in theory, and yeah. uh, I, I don't cook. I don't eat like real food at my house, but if I did, if you did that would be the way to I go. I would totally yeah. be on board. Um, and you are learning and experimenting a new cooking thing in your house. Yes. So uh, about a year ago, I became vegetarian, although mm -hmm. I do have some fish. So I guess that makes me pescatarian. Pescatarian, pescatarian right. Um, but it's an exciting way to cook because I always did cook and I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But now you really you get out there and you see how much other produce is out there that you can cook with. And sure. As long as it season right and you know you've got some great flavors I, I really don't miss eating meat at all and and it's wonderful so I, I endorse it I endorse it that's yeah. awesome <laughs> I've tried so many times to be a vegetarian and every single time it comes down to bacon yeah like I won't even lie to you I, and there's a lot of great meat but it's always bacon mm. well my when my daughter turned 13 she said dad I'm I'm a vegetarian plus bacon so, 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 That's a so thing. that could be a category for you. I, yeah. I think I accept. There needs to be yeah. a name for that, like a vegetarian <laughs> yeah, or something. Bacon or porkitarian. porkitarian. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds so wrong. What, what about you? I'm going to go awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I haven't done them much. I think we did about a week's worth one time. And it was cool, you know. I, they gave us kind of like a, a menu, mm -hmm. and we picked out the different meals. And I, I made a point to try to pick out stuff that I would not have otherwise eaten. You mm -hmm. know, things that sounded interesting, but, you know, I, I couldn't even tell you what they are now. <laughs> but that was the idea. You know, we ate some things that we wouldn't have otherwise nice. ate. You know, I said, hey, let's, let's you know, flag this for later. And, yeah, I That's mean, I don't great. remember what it cost. I know it probably you'd probably save a lot more uh, just getting the individual ingredients and doing it yourself. But then, you know, you lose that whole... This is not something that I would have yeah. otherwise done yeah. component to it. So, yeah. yeah, and you get to keep the the recipe afterward, right? After yeah. you've done it, you get to keep the recipe and like make it again. But then yeah. you do have to go get the giant thing of cilantro, cilantro or whatever. Mm. Always back to the cilantro. Yeah. Not that I would ever <laughs> ever choose cilantro. Yeah, on our episode with people. the million dollar food guys, you talked about how much you dislike cilantro. Yeah, right? I'm allergic to it. Oh, I didn't realize it was an allergy. I yeah. thought you just didn't like it. Well, yeah. it's six of one, half dozen of the other. It's yeah. I'm one of those people that it tastes like soap. So, um, and uh, somebody told me once that it's an allergy that makes it taste like so. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Right. I just don't like Stick it. Stick with parsley. Yeah. Exactly. Stick parsley, parsley is innocuous yeah, and fine. Stick with parsley. Yeah. All right. Next up, conference calls. Like in theory. In theory, I mean, you know, it's, it works. It's a great right? way yeah. to connect with people. In but practice. In practice. Uh... Yeah, I don't understand how I call you. And the connection is fine. But then the three of us get on a, a line and. It I, sounds like we're talking through little paper cups that have a string tied right. to them. You know? Suddenly we're all underwater. I don't uh, understand yeah. how one yeah. additional person means that the whole thing is just out the window. Like maybe six additional people I can understand, yeah. but one? Well, that's always the, you know, two sides of the same coin with technology, right? It can yeah. be the greatest thing ever, and it can absolutely torment you and torture you otherwise. So overall, I'm on board with conference calls. Yeah, right. I think they're necessarily and amazing mm -hmm. um but yeah technology can get in the way sometimes it's really annoying but it's okay yeah you know? in theory awesome in practice kind of awful yeah okay we have a system downstairs where um you can conference in and see people you know it's a video oh, video conference conferencing call. yeah never works out right you know? <laughs> it takes like 45 extra minutes just to try and then you're like why did i bother? why did i bother? <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. That just made me. Uh, oh boy. Okay. Okay. And um, last one. 
So this is a new weird thing. College oh, athletes getting paid. Yeah, it's so a new weird. thing. Well, because it used to be that they could not be paid. There was a rule. Right. And I think I, it was an NCAA rule, right? Yeah. 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 But now there's a rule. The rule changed, and so now they can yeah. be paid as in getting endorsement deals and stuff like that. I'm all for that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind yeah. of awesome. I think if the colleges make so much money off of, you know, an athlete, why not? Yeah. Yeah, I never understood that rule in the first place. I, maybe it has something to do with fairness. Um, let's just say Damage. NYU has an unlimited right. bankroll, and then yeah. you know maybe Rutgers doesn't. I, yeah. Maybe it's the opposite. I don't know what these colleges have in the bank, but let's just say maybe that's what it was. Like, well, I think it had to do with like the purity of the sport and yeah. amateur players versus mm. professional players yeah. who muddy the waters with money in. But the amateurs were supposed to be above mm -hmm. that. But yeah. Realistically, if you are from an economically disadvantaged family and you get a scholarship and you can't do any endorsements, you are completely reliant on the university for your livelihood. Yeah. And that yeah. can be not so nice. Well, I, I, I'm for it. I'm not sure actually how to execute it, but I'm, I'm for it because the universities make tens of millions of dollars on it. Yeah. And the athletes, okay, they get the scholarship, but... 1% maybe make professional sports, and I know that the average career in the NFL is three and a half years. So even if you became that wow. 1%, so you don't really walk away from a lot, and you can get pretty banged up. So yeah. if there was a way to do it, what I wonder, though, is the star football player, how do you pay that person and the rower? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right? So point. how does that money get if they're all going to get paid, how do you allocate that? Well, I think it would be like anything. You know, professional crew team people don't get $20 million a yeah, year. Yeah, the revenue, the gates from the football game yeah. determined your percentage and the gates from the rope. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe there's I mean, a mechanism it's, it's a there. But I think, I think you're fooling yourself if you don't think it's basically professional yeah. business, right? It is a business. Mm -hmm. I and mean, a lot of those athletes, that is their livelihood. So if there's a way to do it, I would be... I would, and yeah. I didn't even yeah. consider your point with the length of time. I mean, if you yeah. get one injury and your one career injury. is done with nothing to show for it, no job skills, nothing right. to fall back on. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't say no job skills. I'm, that's probably an exaggeration. They are going to college, you know, in theory. In yeah. theory, yeah. they, sh yeah, but. Well, mm. it's it's a business, so it would be yeah. nice if they could get paid, I think. I yeah. agree. I All right. Agree. All right. Well, that was the game. Yeah. All right. So I think you've got a question. Sure. So the segment of the show that comes next is about giving advice to people. So in planning for retirement, you know, we were just talking before about how we hadn't even been thinking about Social Security because we just assumed that it wasn't going to be there by the time we get to of age. What advice would you have for people who haven't been thinking about this but ought to start planning for their retirement? Yeah. I think if you've never looked at Social Security, you want to understand the rules of engagement, like what determines what your benefit amount's going to be. You need to know it's based on your highest 35 years of indexed earnings, So you need to, and you need a minimum of 10 years of earnings. Okay, so if you're getting close and you're at nine, you want to do whatever you need to do to get that extra year. I mean, but if you've been working or living for 50 years without working, just keep doing what you're doing, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're back yeah. to the hot tub and yeah. videos. Okay, well, there's that, but... Sometimes, you know, couples are in their own business and how you allocate okay. earnings to one spouse or the other mm. can determine what those benefits are. So you want to make sure you're positioning income properly to maximize each of your eligible benefits because you only pay Social Security tax up to 137.7.
Mm-hmm. And if you're fortunate and you have a business where you're making 200, well, maybe pay your spouse a portion. So now they're getting a benefit and you're, you're maxing your benefit out. So there's those kinds of things. Also understand um, how it fits in from a tax perspective. It's still a tax favored investment. You only include 85% of it for federal taxes, 15% tax free, but it's state income tax free. So if you accumulate inside a traditional IRA and you take a distribution, you pay full tax, federal mm-hmm. and state on all of that, but not on social security. So it's a different animal altogether. It's a pension, it's a tax favored investment, and there are things you can do to, to maximize those benefits. And then you get to the filing strategies, what's available. So it's a whole process. So just be mindful of the thinking that it's not going to be there and I shouldn't pay any attention to it till the very last minute would be a mistake. Mm. Again, just like most things, you want to understand how how it works, if there are things you can do, how to maximize it. And if you are close to retirement, you definitely want to do a deep dive on it. Yes, that's what I was going to ask next. What age would you recommend people start really looking at it? Yeah. Uh, my clients are typically late 50s to 70, you know, 58 to 70, because since you can file as early as 62, or maybe one spouse will, you want to know what that benefit's going to look like if that filing strategy made sense for you. Um, so I would say that. And a lot of times, one spouse is already collecting. You think, well, if they're already collecting. What else is there to do? Well, mm-hmm. there's still a number of options available to that other spouse when they should file. And by the way, if you do, and this is why it's so important, if you file, uh, you're basically locked in for the rest of your life. The only exit strategy you have is you have up to 12 months to pay back what they paid you, and they'll give you one do-over. But after that, wow, you're, you're locked will? in. Yeah. You can't mm-hmm. ever say, okay, pause, I, I don't need my it. Mind or pa- no. So, so you have to understand, again, when you pull the trigger on Social Security, other than that, uh, exit strategy, there's one more thing you can do. If you filed prior to full retirement age, which would be 66 for most people, between 66 and 70, if you chose to, you could suspend your benefit and it'll grow at 8% a year again, and then you can turn it back on Hmm. at 70 or so. So those are really the only two things. But for the most part, once you file, you're done. So why would you pull the trigger on a million dollar pension without looking what all your options are? Are there people who choose not to file? No, unless they're enormously charitably inclined yeah, because it's imagine. a benefit. You, you know, my clients and I have clients of very wealthy people, they all collect their benefits. Warren Buffett collects Social I Security. I mean, we all paid into it. Yeah, it's you not, all paid into it. The word entitlement is kind of a misnomer because it's not so. something for nothing. We paid for it. Right, exactly. If you paid into the system, that was the deal. You yeah. pay in and when you retire, they pay you. Right. To me, that's not an entitlement per se. So what do you need in order to get started in looking at something like this for? Yeah, so when people call me to look at their Social Security, I certainly need copies of their statements, which, (laughs) as you know, (laughs) you could never be a client of mine because you can't get a statement Mm. ever. Well, I guess You can go to a Social Security office and get a statement. They won't ask me the same series of questions? What if I present my Social Security card? Yeah, you're yeah. probably on a watch list right now. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah. As long as I can still board planes, I'm fine with that. <laughs> you're going to have to go to the next window, I think. Yeah, yeah, they're not giving you money. But for the rest of the world, okay, um, when, you, when you get the statements, it shows you the history of earnings that they used to create your benefit. So right. if you have years of missing earnings, you're going to find mistakes that we need to try to fix. Okay. okay? But 
I need your statements, but really, as I mentioned earlier, it's part of your overall retirement plan. So how does Social Security fit in if you have traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs, other investments? The best Social Security strategy depends on what other money you have. Do you have life insurance, long-term care? Because it's really just a subset of retirement income planning. Mm -hmm. So I need to know, you know where your investments are and insurance and all of that, as well as your Social Security benefits. And then I identify what I would call that sweet spot strategy of all the things you could do which is the one that's best for you and your specific situation. And so again, it's financial planning for just that social security asset, but it's affected by what other money you have. Yep. Hmm. And how long you plan to work and life expectancy yeah. and all kinds of other factors. Yeah. No simple formula. You can't uh, just throw numbers into the software and spit out the best answers. There's a lot of, uh, creativity and design to it. Well, that's why they have you. I so know. by all means, if somebody wanted yeah. to get a hold of you, you know, take advantage of some of these services, how can they do it? Well, they could go to our website, www.nsspartners.com. They could email me at aalawalia at nsspartners.com. Do you want me to spell that? <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yes, go yeah. For it. yeah. So it's A-A-H-L-U-W-A-L-I-A at nsspartners.com. Uh, or you can call me directly at 973-202-1212. That's awesome. All right. And I always offer a complimentary uh, introductory phone call. So people mm -hmm. call me and say, here's my situation. Is it the right time? Does it make sense for me to do a plan? I will certainly give you my opinion on that. That's awesome. Phenomenal. Yeah, I I'm just listening so... to somebody slamming their horn. It's a car alarm. It's a car alarm here. Yeah. The sounds of traffic. If you're driving, listening to us now, you know nobody is telling it's you to get off the road. It's probably fine. It's probably fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. All right. I think that's the show. This was really a fabulous episode. I feel uh, like I learned so. They're much. all fabulous. But I know. I like this one. I really like this one though. Um, actually, do you want to shout out the uh, the webcast that we did just before the show? That's probably available. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it'll be available at the point where this goes live, but if you're listening to this maybe like a week later or something, yeah. check out youtube.com slash NJBIA. We have a webinars section towards the bottom. There's a list of playlists. That's one of them. Mm -hmm. This will definitely be in there. Right? Absolutely. Excellent. And we'll probably have you back in the fall, I think, That'd for maybe another one because this is a topic that just never gets old. And I mean, it's one of those things that I think gets more interesting the more you talk about it. Yes. Yeah. I think, but I'm kind of a big nerd that way. <laughs> All right, Very so uh, I think that's the show. Right. Thank you Thank so you. much to our listeners. Thank you to the subscribers. Thank you to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group. They do home, auto, and workers' comp. Check them out if you need some uh, updated coverage. They are the official sponsor of the show. And finally, thank you to Ash Alawalia from National Social Security Partners for joining us today. Thank you. My pleasure. And one more thank you. Oh. Thank you to everybody who made it possible for NJBIA to be around for 110 years, I right? I like it. So that we could be wearing this sweet swag, doing this sweet show <laughs> right now. Can you tell that Vinny lost the coin toss? What, with the hat? <laughs> Just the whole getup. Oh. The whole getup. I look halfway normal. Yeah, or I, I did before I put the hat I on. I know. That's why I made you put on the hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Bye.